What is going on, everyone? This is Scott, and uh, joined by me always is my brother Matt. What's up, guys? And this is the long-awaited, long-anticipated return of Ready Fight. Uh, we know our, our many fans have been clamoring for our return, so we figured. You know, yeah, we took we took a hiatus. A we took a bit of a hiatus, but we're back. We got a kick-ass movie for everyone today. Um, the, but this is Ready Fight a podcast where we talk about great kung fu and other martial arts movies and talk about what makes them so great. So Matt, what, what, did, what, what, did, what did we do today? Well, uh, today we are watching the incredible 2006 Jet Li masterpiece, Fearless, which was highly billed as his final martial arts epic. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, if you count the Expendables movies, but uh, we'll, we'll give him the credit. <laughs> no, I think this is like hero and uh what else did he do with these like big ancient or not ancient like you know early no yeah 20th i know what you mean. century late 19th century china like, big movies um i know he did like legends of the fist right or something but this we is we probably we probably should have done a little bit of research it's okay we can always fill it in but i mean this is my <laughs> We'll fix it in post. Yeah, we're not fixing anything in post. Let's be honest, people. Um, But this is this is my favorite martial arts movie. Uh, I think I said it. I think it's mine too. Back in the first episode, but you know, this is right up there in in a movie that you know I could put on any time, at any point in the movie, and just get sucked in and, and want to watch it until the end. I totally agree. I totally agree. It's incredible. Yeah, it's got the, everything. The fighting is outstanding. Like the choreography is is top notch. Um, the scenery is awesome. Um, you get a look at, you know, what things were like. You know, the early twentieth century. I think it's like this movie takes place from like eighteen eighty through like nineteen ten. Yeah, nineteen ten is where we open up in Shanghai, and it's a it's a martial arts tournament, and it's basically four guys against Jet Li. And what I love about the beginning of this movie is you get right into the fighting. Like, they don't mess around and and make you wait. Like, you go right into the tournament. Like, right away, he's fighting Mutton Chops, which is the name that I gave to the guy who he fights first because he has Mutton Chops. (laughs) Yeah, they give you, like, a brief, like, uh, you know, scroll, which I love. I love when movies start out with text and and to to tell you what's going on. I haven't just, I don't know, for some reason, like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But basically, they're saying, you know, Westerners are taking over China, and they're laughing at Chinese people. So they they basically all these foreign governments put on this big tournament to embarrass Jet Li's character, who's this epic great fighter who's trying to unify the country. And so they they kick the movie off straight into the tournament where he needs to fight four guys in a row, uh, not at the same time. Uh, but yeah, he starts off with mutton chops. Uh, I think he's British. I don't know. I feel like there's a British guy. There's a definitely a French, a French guy. guy. Yeah, the French guy is the guy with the spear, and I don't know what the sword guy is. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, needless to say, Jet Li handles them pretty calmly and, and coolly, and these guys are getting really pissed. Um, but I think they're the, so the Munchop guy uses his fist. There's a spear guy. Like one of the things I like about this movie is the fighting is very diverse it's not just hand-to-hand combat all the time they use oh yeah there's mad weapons in quite this a myriad of weapons and it shows off like a lot of pretty awesome techniques 
Um, so they do they do the first three fights, and then before the last fight against the Japanese guy, who you know they foreshadow is going to be a big deal. Yeah, he's clearly like the best fighter. Yeah, they save the best for last. But you know they rewind. Um, the movie does a flashback like thirty years ago to when he's just a boy, and basically what happens is you know he gets beat up after watching his father lose a fight, and then vows to you know never lose again so he just dedicates his life to fighting at the expense of pretty much everything else except his one friend like he has he has one friend um yeah who is his his nerd buddy who grows up to own a restaurant you, you which think that we talked about this in the first i think in the first episode we ever did is that most things in china take place in tea houses yeah tea house restaurants and um like this movie is no exception. and this is this is i think i cited this movie as the example of every time that he has a fight and he wins they just go out and get drunk at this guy's restaurant yep um which you'd think that you know the guy who's basically the best fighter in town would have more than like one friend like he has a table full of people that he sits with but they, the movie never gets into who any of these other people are um, well those are his disciples well no like his disciples show up afterward but like he there's always people oh yeah at his okay table, and I, i'm assuming yeah, you're right. those are friends but they don't really get into it yeah i think I, I think i know what you're talking about now what um i guess like what are so you know during this sort of growing up montage where he's obsessed with fighting like i guess what were some of the things that stuck out to you as you know either particularly cool or or different or bad um well before we get to that though i wanted to i wanted to talk about sword fights because the sword fight in the very beginning of this movie is pretty badass and um it got me to thinking, like, what are some of the best movie scene sword fights that you can think of? Like, what are your favorite movie scene sword fights? All right, so... And I have a top three, if, but if you want to go, you can go. Well, I think my my clear number one is from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, yeah, they, that's, that's, yeah, that's a big They one. do some insane... And, and this is, like, I think, you know, one of the more unique sword fights is, you know, it's not like your big sort of medieval like chop your limbs off kind of swords you know like they're using these super flimsy like flat bendy swords and they're basically like slapping each other with them and like flying through the air and i don't know yeah they never they never like stab each other they like kind of just hit each other with the flat part of the sword yeah no i mean like i don't think they're for killing though like they just use them to fight as their swords i know but the whole point of the the fights are not to kill each other well, it's funny that you say that because in this movie, in the beginning, they are because they make them sign the death waivers. Oh, so yeah. that like if they die, then you know they've they've already said that it's okay if they die. Yeah, but I don't think they fight. Like I didn't get the sense that they were fighting to the death. You know what I mean? Like it was like we're gonna fight, and if you happen to die, like the one of the main fights, they're fighting on like a thirty foot platform. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, you should sign the death waiver because if you accidentally fall off, you should die. Um, which, but that you, guy didn't die. No, it was crazy. Basically, Jet Li kicks this guy off this platform and he falls 30 feet directly onto his face. Like he doesn't even get to do a barrel yeah. roll. And, and and the guy and this guy is the kid from from earlier that he um, his dad loses the fight to this kid's dad. 
even though he could have beat him, but he like held he like held back on the killing blow, which is like a it's like a running theme throughout. Mm-hmm. And he was always like, "Well, why'd you do that? You were weak. Like you you shouldn't have held back." And then he's like crying, and this kid challenges him to a fight, like right after the dad's fight, and Jet Li. Uh, child Jet Li just gets fucking savaged. Like yeah, he, he gets, gets absolutely he gets destroyed. And then, so eventually, years later, this fight on this huge platform is against this kid all grown up, and he's like, "I fought in like thirty eight provinces and eleven countries, and I've never lost." Blah blah blah. And Jet Li's like, uh, "Today you are. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucked." <laughs> so that that sort of sets up. But going back to your sword fights, what are your top three? Oh yeah, that's right. Um, all right. My number one, and this isn't in any particular order, this is just three fights, but number one, Princess Bride, the man in black versus Inigo Montoya. Oh, gotta be. Incredi- incredible sword fight. <laughs> um, number two, in Kill Bill, Uma Thurman oh. versus the Crazy 88s and Lucy Liu. That's a great fight. That's, that's just a one long sword fight, essentially, and it's amazing. And number three, and I can't believe that, I, I, I guarantee you, you didn't think of this. Empire Strikes Back, Luke versus Vader. <laughs> Counts. Yeah, Counts. that does count. I mean, it is a sword fight. I mean, do you yep. think that's... When you say best sword fight, you just mean because of like the scene? Or do you think that their actual like sword fighting was good? No, no, it's like it's like a I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a legal term out here. Totality of the circumstances. It's everything combined. Not just the you know the technical aspects of it, but just okay, that's um, fair. Just everything that surrounds it, you know, the importance of it, um, how cool it looks. Yeah, uh, I mean, they I definitely mean, got a lot better by the the third movie on on uh, lightsaber fighting. Because if you remember, like A New Hope, it was just the most ridiculous thing, just like slapping how, each other. How how dare you? I mean, it's true. Let's be honest. Um, but those were good picks. I'd have to say, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, I was definitely a fan of the Matrix Reloaded when he fights the the twins that can like yeah that's a pretty badass fight. I, I think that was pretty badass. And then uh, as far as a th- I don't know, I'd have to think about it. Um, but I mean, I, I think you had some nice picks. I did not see the Princess Bride pick coming at all, but I'm I'm glad you brought it. How up. could you? I like that was like seriously the first one I thought of. <laughs> we uh. We went to Seattle recently, and we were in a, we a, did. a museum, and they had like a movie props exhibit, and, and standing there right in front of us was Inigo Montoya's sword, and I just wanted more than anything oh my God, to it was amazing. punch through the glass and grab it and just go up to everyone and, and, and recite the lines, <laughs> but I, I didn't, <laughs> obviously. Good, good idea. Uh, but yeah, anyway, basically... You know, he goes on this this fighting rampage where, you know, his whole life is just competitions and, and beating people. And then it culminates in a fight against Master Chin um, in his friend's restaurant where, you know, he doesn't understand the circumstances and thinks he's been slighted and basically challenges Master Chin to like an epic sword battle in the restaurant at night. You know, he kicks everyone out and says, you know, stick around if you want, but you know it's at your own risk so everyone runs out and they have this did we say who master chin is uh i don't think so basically master chin is like the last guy in tianjin that he hasn't beaten yet yeah and he's also um 
the same guy as one of the masters from uh, It Man. Uh, so in, in episode one, we were talking about that guy. Um, so he, he makes his return in Jet Li's Fearless. And they have, uh, this was a crazy sword fight. Um, yeah, this was another one, like, because I thought of that sword fight thing before this happened. Then I was like, this sword fight should be in the top three. This is awesome. Yeah, they destroy everything. Like, the these swords are cutting down, like, timber. Like, they're smashing jugs, giant jugs of wine everywhere. Um, and I love how Jet Li was, like, it was his friend's restaurant, and he's like, I'll pay for all the damages. And it's like, dude, you have, a, you have like, a five-year at least long tab that you have not paid yet. Yeah. And that... And, <laughs> Like, how are you going to pay for all this stuff? He doesn't have any money. Afford an entire restaurant. Um, But he actually ends up landing, like, the the killing blow, you know, that his father was talking about, and sends Master Chin to the hospital, and he ends up dying, Mm -hmm. like, throughout the night. And, you know, while this is happening, he just, like, you know, went out celebratory drinking with his disciples um, and returns home to find that his mother and his daughter have been murdered. By, uh, he finds yeah, out. That, you don't you don't really see that coming. That's no. kind of messed up. Yeah, he goes home and, and Master Chin's godson like went there in the middle of the night and like murdered them in their sleep, which is just like horrible. Um, so he basically loses his shit uh, and like just leaves the country, <laughs> or basically just leaves Tianjin, and you don't really know where he goes. But he ends up like in the countryside somewhere and like found in like a, a river, like a drunken mess yeah this is a classic like um something bad happens to you and you go like find yourself you know yeah. that they do in movies all the time this yeah is so a, they this start is their redemption tour um but yeah he's, he's nursed back to health by uh, a blind girl and and her grandmother and uh you know finds inner peace <laughs> i guess i guess you could say uh and then decides what are they what are they, what? What are they planting rice that's rice yeah it's a rice okay because i was like why are they just sticking ferns in this muddy water like what (laughs) what are they getting out of this uh they're getting uh rice matt um all right well now i know that one thing that i don't really get is how much time has passed like while he's there like they do a time lapse of like one season yeah, you know? and that, but then she's like, "You've been here for so many years." It's like, wait, he's been there. I thought he was only there for like one. Oh, she does one say year. years. Okay. Yeah, she goes. She though. goes. You've been here when he's getting ready to leave, and he's like, "I want to go, you know, visit my parents' graves. I should go home or whatever." And she's like, "I always, you've been here so many years, but part of me always knew that you would leave someday." And I'm like, "What do you mean, so many years? Like, you showed a time lapse <laughs> of one season, one fall, one winter, and then all of a sudden he's back in the freaking rice paddy, like." <laughs> That 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 wasn't very clear that it was. He doesn't look any. Nobody looks any older either. Um, no, but, well, you know, Asian people don't really age. <laughs> uh, hot takes. We'll cut that. We'll cut on, that in post on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, he he heads back like a, like a changed man, um, and he picks up like when he gets back. Like Tianjin's like very different. It's filled with you know a lot of Westerners. Um, the the fighting ground that used to be like the stage is now just like a market. Um, and he picks up the paper and, and it's like some guy is like giant American in Shanghai is like beating all the Chinese challengers and, and calling them out for being weak. So 
you know, he doesn't really fight anymore, but he feels like, you know, he needs to go there for the honor of, of China and right. compete. Um, I'm, I just looked at my notes for the first time <laughs> since okay. we've been doing this and there's stuff we, some stuff we skipped over that I actually do want to talk about briefly. Sure. Um, the first thing is the, before he fights Master Chen and there's just a montage of him just like kicking the crap out of everyone basically in Tianjin. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so he's, he's up on that platform and he's just fighting guy after guy after guy. And then he basically goes, this is taking too long. Send everyone up. He's yeah. like, let's, let's pump up the jams here. Like, get everyone up here. And then he's fighting, like, 20 guys at once. And my first thought was, like, this is like when Neo fights all the Smiths in The Matrix Reloaded, but if that was good. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't CGI. If it wasn't all totally horrible CGI. But he's, like, like, that's... He's like two-shotting these guys. Like, you know, just like, bang, bang, like, you're off the platform. Bang, bang, you're off the platform. Yeah. He's because he's just that good. Yeah. But and then the other thing was um, the haircuts that these guys have. Uh, well, I mean, they've been growing How their hair out. In God's lives. name, do they make these haircuts work? The back. Yeah, but like their whole head is bald, and then they have like a. Uh, yeah, the I mean, like, is like I guess you can walk into a with a giant braid coming out of it. it. I would. It'd probably I would be love hard to know how that unless you're in, you know, traditional China. I'm sure there's a name for it. You try googling it. I mean, what do you even what do you even <laughs> call that? So insensitive. <laughs> we probably should have. We probably should have done some research. But um, I guess like that's what on, are, that's what on are the other things that's that on stuck, us. stuck out to you in this movie. That's on us, guys. We'll be better next time. Don't worry. Director. You know, did a um, great job early in the movie. I mean, on, his, you know, even though he's his whole my, turnaround uh, in philosophy like, was like, yeah, setting it up. That, you know, he was not someone to be admired, uh, even though that's like how he viewed himself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He, his whole focus was on just winning, and then he goes in his own Oh yeah, he was totally a dick in like the first you know half of the movie. Yeah, I mean his his turnaround is is definitely dramatic, and and you could tell when he comes back. Exactly, like, you know, exactly. And the first thing he does he, is ask his, his friend for money to go winning. to Shanghai and to fight. But goes you know, as a farmer for totally a different and all now. Of a sudden, his he attitude knows, like, is everything about life. One hundred percent changed. Well, and after a little questionable. His friend reads the paper to see like why he wants to fight, and and you know we come full circle back to, you know, the beginning of the movie. You know, very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! No way. So I'm I'm guessing that, and that came out in '94. So Jet Li probably wanted to play this guy for like a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. I I I think he mentioned that like this was a movie that he had wanted to make yeah. for a long time. Um, um, okay, I'm looking up some trivia but, for this movie. Yeah, I think it was really well done. Is, I, I definitely. Uh, the guy that he plays, I think one of the uh, reasons Ho I like the movie so much um, is, you know, I love that concept. Jet Li plays that, a character in Fist of Legend, you know, like who the only is one who can uh, defeat trying to avenge his deceased master. You know, like you're the only one holding And the deceased back. master is because Huo Yanja. Like once he's so I'm I'm guessing that, and that came out in '94. So Jet Li probably wanted to play this guy for like a long time. 
dispatches all these guys in the fight is just like so crazy like he's basically untouchable um you know because he knows that there's nothing these guys can do to to really stop and that was kind of i think one of the reasons like back in episode one we were talking about it man like i basically jet lee's character in this movie without like the vicious turnaround you know like he he already he knew it from the beginning so he oh yeah that's a major theme in this one 25 years to to practice it instead of like however many unknown years he was in the rice paddy um Yeah, it's yeah. very easy. Oh yeah, Mita. Yeah, he's basically your token Japanese robber baron. Businessman. Right. He was always cool. He was never like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you hired. You hired this guy. Right. Um, I want to talk about um, not the Japanese fighter Tanaka, who was like pretty awesome. He plays. Um, he plays it well. But the the Japanese handler, who also who also plays Omura in The Last Samurai. He's basically like yeah. If you need like right because he thinks he right. Needs if to you win, need like a dickhead like at all costs. you know, uh, which is eighteen eighteen hundreds nineteen hundreds. You know, Japanese. I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand the like West, their motivation. And, uh, like, to, I, I get at the beginning, Japan when, into you know, into the like Western. China's divided. Like, you know, the West is taking and over. And it's just a total dick uh, about it. This is the guy that you good get for their business. He's, to, like, push he's been typecast stuff, now but, like, as this kind of guy. Federation and it's doing well. Like, what do they think? Like, I mean, these are the only movies I've seen him in, to be honest. But I'm going to do. You know, two. Do they two movies of playing the same exact part? Let's go back to. To sucking that's, that's the road and to doing all the things that Western is like, it seems like such a stupid. Yeah, he's a total dick. And idea that I don't like, know. You I, have to. I mean, have to win. We can spoil it. I so guess bad. he, he ends then, up like, what, poisoning really Jet Li if Jet Li wins during the Chinese during the fight. Super with Tanaka, but it doesn't mean that they're just gonna like. Yeah, he wants to really embarrass China, which China. for some reason, it, uh, it just not really. I don't think so. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, listeners, do some research and get back to us on, on the effect that history. I don't know. Drop a comment on the Facebook page. That is pretty badass to be like, you know what? Yeah. Too late. Might as well go out bunching. Yeah, but didn't that kind of end up happening? It gets uh, it gets ugly. Like he starts and and you know like yeah, it did Tanaka have like a pretty good relationship because they met you know before the fight. And I mean, China turned into this like each crazy, other and, and it was. It we don't need to get like, into the politics uh, of China. You know, I'm try my hardest. Try your hardest. To be frank, I don't know anything about them. Like they're not trying to kill <laughs> so, each other. Like they don't hate each other. But we know uh, at some point eventually. And after it, Jet Li's like it became closed off like completely. The fight Tanaka's like, 
So you know, like if you want to continue, like I'm gonna come at you. You know, like a mongoose. Yeah, if we have any Chinese scholars <laughs> out like, there, he's like, I'm not. I'm, uh, I can't take it easy. That would be on helpful. You. And Jet Li was like, "Do it." You know, I, I hope you would. Right. So yeah, he yeah. he poisons he, he basically what Jet he says, Li, and then he proceeds to, and, and, and like, uh, Tanaka music, wants to stop just fighting, but Jet Li's like, I'm old, and then trying. I'm basically dead already. It's like, it's so hard I might as well keep going. <laughs> like that's pretty much what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you see everyone's faces, and they're mortified, and then and. Right, and then you think you yeah. think that you know Tanaka is going to get the best of him, and he actually ends up winning. Yeah. Yeah, they had a pre-fight tea. Exactly. <laughs> yeah tears oh, yeah. i'm gonna attack you like a fucking spider monkey <laughs> he's just taking like punch after punch and you're just like you just yell at the yeah, tv it's especially hard to fight. watch when you're crying the whole time because i was definitely crying here's where here's the part here's the part where i get emotional after he's he's just yeah. for the first time like vomited blood all over Tanaka because the poison's kicking in, and he goes over to the side yeah, and his buddy uh, Jinsoon and then like a couple of his disciples are like all crying over him, and he gives him this speech about how like you know finishing the fight and he goes the yep. poison's and already in my everyone system. Everyone runs but, you know, on stage and the, they like lift him up. You have to face the end like, with courage or whatever. Carry him out and uh, like and, and then he gets up and he like starts walking to the ring and it's dead silent. And then his wild. buddy Jinsoon yells this this guess, chant that you know, they're all the chanting the whole time, which means uh, stand at, strong. They say he died at forty two. And uh, so. I don't want to. I'm not going to say it in Chinese because I don't want to butcher it. But pretty good looking. They just keep 42. chanting it over and over. But the first time he chants that is just like such a moment. And he's like, he's yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my god. Oh god. And then the whole time, and then they start playing the sad music it, while they're really, fighting. Right? And so that you don't hear any of the fighting, you just Has hear he this done music. Anything in a while? Yeah, it and just it's just sucks, like I'm but, just bawling my eyes out. And then, yeah, I'm like, stop it! Let him! Don't was, hurt him! But then, Jet Li does the, the same thing that he did with Master Chin, except he holds back the killing blow. What the? And fuck he is that? he basically, you know, stops his yeah, punch from I guess exploding you know, only Tanaka's heart for special circumstances now. And Tanaka knows that he's been beaten because he knows that Jet Li could have killed him, and he. Uh, he concedes so the fight yeah. and declares. Yeah, Jet he'll Lee be fifty-four in April. He's born in sixty-three. That's crazy. <laughs> and then he dies. All right, so yeah, we went through the movie. We went through what we liked. Um, yeah, he was forty-two years old, so he was. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I would give this. I told movie you he, five he doesn't jobs, age. Jet Li like looks said, exactly the same today as he did in Lethal Weapon Four. I think it has everything. It has you know strong characters, uh, great <laughs> choreography. Um, you know the martial arts is awesome. The message is awesome. It has a happy ending. I don't think you he's know, made what, a movie. What more could like, you want? Really? A while. Hold on. Yeah, 
a second. The last thing the last thing he did was the ex- well he did the Expendables yeah. three in 2014, and then it says this thing called League of Gods in 2016, which I've never heard of. I don't know. It's a movie. I don't think he's a main character in the movie, though. I think he's just, like, a, a side character or something. I don't know. Really? Holy shit. Yeah, definitely. Go, this is go ri- watch riveting, this movie. It's on HBO here, Go. Um, so You're welcome. You Everyone out there have listening, HBO the five go, people you can watch it. If you don't, you know, steal your parents' password. Um it's a nice, nice, quick, fun movie to watch. Uh, and yeah, we could not recommend it enough. We will uh, figure out what our next movie is. And, and we hope to you know, get back onto a, a semi-regular schedule. We apologize for the long absence. But uh, yeah, we're back. And we hope you guys love this movie too. And we will see you next time. Definitely five chops. This is the first movie that we've done that I've given five chops um, because it's it's perfect beginning to end. It's not too long. It's like an hour forty-five. It does have subtitles. Just you know, warning you people out there who have some weird aversion to subtitles. I don't know why you would. It's not that bad, but just keep that in mind. Um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty perfect. And the fighting is perfect. The story is great, even though the tournament kind of doesn't totally make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I, I highly recommend this movie. No excuse. No excuse. Bye.